it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Break them. friend of mine. Well, he's not really a friend. He's like an acquaintance. He's probably listening. I know. Oh my God, he's, he's, he's totally listening. He's like he waiting is. for you to talk about I it. I know. And I told him, I said, I've never been on a date with someone who has listened to my podcast and then I went on a date. And now, and I said, I usually when I go on dates and I tell guys I have a podcast, I intentionally don't talk about it for like three weeks. So in case they try to listen and they hear about themselves. But <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and say it was a really good date, so it's okay. <laughs> Except at the end, <clears throat> I got blackout drunk. <laughs> nice. <laughs> just the very, very end. The whole time up. Just a slight blackout. Just a slight blackout. A mini blackout. Just like blacked out. <laughs> um, but what a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> he walked me to the door. Um... Yeah, he's really sweet. 
and he's Trembling Lip Bay's friend. Mm -hmm. That's how, I've met him one time, but we didn't really talk. So we really got to know each other. It was really interesting. He gave me some really good topics for the show. I forgot them, but we're going to (laughs) read We're going to go back to that. Um... Yeah, just a really nice guy. And he's he's not black, so I was like, you ever, have you ever dated a black woman before? I don't know why I ask all non-black guys that. And I was like, I don't know why I asked that. Sorry. <laughs> you need to know. I do need to know. And he said, yeah, he actually has. He got that. I said, oh, you like that brown sugar? He said, mm, I like, you know, he likes what he likes. He likes all the He shades. likes all the, all shades. the shades of sugar. Which I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, yeah, and I did that. If I... This is the bad part about the black out. <laughs> I wasn't going to go ahead and say it, but I already started, so. <laughs> the next morning when I woke up, my friend was, like, looking at me all crazy because I, w- I went back to her house because we, um, we hung out down the street. She's like, you broke your thing last night. I was like, what? Your detox? Yeah, she's like, you broke your detox. You had sex. I was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> what are you talking about? I actually don't remember coming home, so what do you mean? She's like, I heard you. I heard you. Then she even mapped out how I did it. She's like, I came down here. Look how it's a crease in the couch. I have a feeling he was probably like this. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe he was like this. It's right here. I could tell. Look at the rug. I was like, what kind of noises? She's like, sex noises. I was like, are you sure? She's like, I'm positive. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) and I was like, how do I not even remember? She's like, that's not good. She's like, you need to text him right now. I was like, I don't think so, girl. I told him I haven't been having sex. She's like, you trust me. I know. So I text him like, I had a really good time last night. Did we? (laughs) So embarrassing, right? He's like, no. I was like, oh, God, I knew you were a good guy. I knew you were a good guy. And I was like, no, you're wrong, Danielle. (laughs) She's like, what the fuck were you guys doing? <laughs> when, when Jamila told me the story, I was like, Wait, what? So, sto- what yeah. I was like, what sound? What, what were you doing down there? What sounds like dry humping and like moaning? I or? guess, but apparently, I must get really dramatic when I get blackout drunk. So maybe everything was just volumized by ten. I don't really know. I'm not. I had to have a really, really conversation with myself the next day about my drinking. Yeah. Do I have a problem? <laughs> Because I, when I was like growing up, like in high school, I used to black out, and I used to think people were drugging me. And then I quickly realized, no, it's you. <laughs> but in my defense, I think we had tapas, tapas, whatever. And oh my god! When you said that to me on the phone last <laughs> night, I was going to correct you. Danielle corrected because me because I was so annoyed. I was like, oh my god, she sounds so Caucasian right now. Tapas? You have a tapa? <laughs> you had some tapas? I was like, what? Okay. Tapas, tapas, <laughs> same shit. We had some tapas, Ew. and they, you know Ew. how my stomach is set, set up. I think I needed like a, a, a full meal. I don't. I can't like drink on a tapa. I need like potatoes, rice, meat, and then I had like bourbon, and then I switched to tequila. And oh, I took a shot. oh, oh yeah. no, no, no. Also, the bartender at the bar we went to likes me for like a long time, and I'm pretty sure he overserved me on purpose so I can get sloppy drunk on my date. Um, but. <laughs> I That's such I'm, a good one. She'll never be back here with him again. Yeah, yeah. right. He's going to bring dates here. I'm like, make her serve drinks, okay? Okay, Tommy? Um, he uh, he was really cool. I'm not going to mix liquors on any more first dates. Luckily, I think he still likes me. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that was a success. But other than that, I just chilled all weekend, hung out with the baby. And, you know, that was pretty much it. How was your weekend? Um, it was amazing. I went to Joshua Tree um, with Happy Bay and his best friend. Happy Bay and friends? Happy Bay and his best friend. And it was a couple's trip. 
Um, it was so beautiful. We had we rented this dope ass Airbnb. It was like in the middle of nowhere, super modern, crazy, just like expansive views. It was a jacuzzi. It was fucking amazing. Then we we went to um, the national park, which it's not really a park. It's just a gate, and then they make you pay to enter, which just the desert. Um, but it's so beautiful, and I've been to Joshua Tree a few times because that's where I had my maternity shoot. I've been there with friends. I've been there for like they have a really cool venue out there that they have like they do live music. Um, so we went on a hike, you know, we took some, we might have ate something, some magic mushrooms or something of that sort. <laughs> Possibly. It's Basically, we did mushrooms. Um, <laughs> and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It wasn't as visual as, like, I would have liked, um, but it was very meditative. Were they the chocolate form? or just... They were chocolate, which I normally don't, I, I usually just eat them straight up. Um, but these were chocolate, and I wonder if that's why they were more mild. Actually, I really, I think that is true. They are more mild, but I really like the chocolate ones. Maybe this was like a mild. No, they were. They tasted delicious. They were these little unicorns. Oh, that's so cute! I mm-hmm. want some. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually, when I eat like actual like you, you, mushrooms, I feel like it's a little it's stronger, which was fine. I didn't need to be crazy. I just wanted to like chill, focus, reflect. I thought about us a lot. Um, you know, I did my own thing, wandered away, came back. Me and Happy Bay had our like you know, moments. It was great. Um, happy I went. Glad to be back. And that was my weekend. That's about it. Cool. Yeah. Um, are you, oh, also this weekend, you're going to Coachella. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Can this, you stop with the energies? <laughs> this weekend, I'm going to Coachella. I'm going with my brother, which I'm excited about. It's just, I didn't realize when I planned my trip to Joshua Tree, I was like also going to. I forgot that like, oh yeah, I'm going back to the desert the That's following what I asked weekend. You, like, you can do it two days. I know, and I was just like, it's too much. I'm also working, and but it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna meet you. Okay. If you got me on the list for the party, I'm coming. Okay. And yeah, it'll be fun. Okay. And maybe I'll bring some magic something in my pocket. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. But anyway, we have a special guest. We do. Hello. <laughs> Introduce yourself, Kimmy. I am Kimberly Valentine, and I'm here with these lovely moms. Thank you for having me. Of course. Of course. And Kimmy's also a mom, and um, she reached out to us. She slid into our DMs. Yes. <laughs> a successful slide, guys. It worked. <laughs> We're the queen of the sliding of the DMs. Um, oh, do you have any current events? No. We're not going to talk about Oh, the ugly guy. Well, we, can we finish introducing? Oh, okay. Well, I thought, okay. Yeah, we're we, good. We can get there. Moving on. Introduced. <laughs> I'm a mom of three. I feel like I'm raising literally like three generations of kids. That is, a, it is a big like. Age. They're all gapped out. 18, 11, two. Mm. And mm. you're young. Yes. To have I started. I started when I was his age. I became a mom at 17 years old. I literally had him my due date was my senior prom wow and i had him because he came late stubborn i should have known um i had him two days uh before my high school graduation so i didn't get to walk the stage did you go to prom i did not my friends bought me like an ugly oversized from lowman's (laughs) (laughs) like it used to be a store near the beverly center but yeah yeah, yeah like just a big old dress, and I was like, I'm not gonna be the one to have my kid on the floor. Oh, because you so you decided not to go. So I decided not to go. Um, but I had him, like I said, two days before graduation, which was exciting and saddening, all at once. Yeah, 
teen moms, it's like, you guys are rock stars. You can do it. I'm getting to the finish line. And then I was like, oh, just kidding. <laughs> well, 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 oh, right. Just kidding. Whoops, I can't believe you did that. But um, good. But I was like, that's that's amazing. I got caught up with that little one. The last one. That like, wasn't it on purpose. No. I went, that, like, I, caught up. I went on a vacation oh, with my bae. But we spent a week in Miami. Like, the last a weekend... Day. It's fine for Bay. A week with your girlfriends in Miami, totally live it up, have fun. But a week with Bay in all that like tropical weather, it's hot. You want to be naked all the time, like you're having a baby. Yeah, <laughs> get up birth control. That's how, yeah. I had, that's how I had my daughter. Jamaica yeah. was in Jamaica was for it like a week? six days. Yeah. Yep, six days in Jamaica, boo. Yeah, you got, yes, yes, I feel it because that is what this baby is. <laughs> So when you, okay, so back to being you, you being a teen mom, like, so you got pregnant your senior year of I got I got school. pregnant at homecoming. Oh, girl. Oh, that sounds My daughter's not going. <laughs> right, you will not go. And so your baby daddy was your boyfriend at the time? Or? Yeah, I've known him since I was 12. Okay. Um, we were from the same neighborhood. His grandmother lived around the corner from my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um, so we met, like, walking home from school. Like, all the kids in that neighborhood knew each other. Um, Where'd you grow up? In West L.A., okay. Mid-City, Mid-City, specifically, mm-hmm. yes. Um, so all the kids knew each other. So we were, like, walking home. He's like, hey, girl, hey. Mm. And I fell for it. Yeah. <laughs> like a sucker. You're 12. Fell for it. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. And he was, like, a tall boy. You know, that's my thing. So I was like, How me? old is he? Me? Um, I believe I lied initially. Mm-hmm. And said you were older than you were. Said I was, like, probably 15 because mm-hmm. I looked 15. And he was... 16 or 17. And so I lied and I was able to live the lie for a year. Oh. But then then it was my 13th birthday and boy, you better be here. (laughs) Oh my God. So was he like, was he like mad or shocked or? Well, he loved me. So he was like. How how old were you when you lost your virginity then? Did you lose your virginity to him? Yeah. And very early. 14. 14. Yeah. So you waited two years dating before you Well, sex? he was like, you're not even high school. I'm not having sex with you. I wanted to. I felt like I was ready and I knew all the stuff. I love him. Yeah. Like, well, because I wanted to do it. Like, I was like, I want to have sex. And so he was like, girl, please. Like... You're not even high school. Like, hit me up when you get to high school, and I can call you past eight o'clock. Right. So when you uh, finally did, how did you lose your virginity? In a mobile home. Oh. Parked in his parents' backyard. Oh my god! Cute. Like I ditched. I ditched school, (laughs) and we went to the mobile. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Why do his parents have a mobile home? Because <laughs> they own camping? They like, owned one. Oh, and they just like left, like parked it. Back yeah, there. so they didn't park so their like, cars you, in you the know, back. Like, they, you had your own little hotel situation. That's actually classier than most virgin stories. Right, like, mine was the backyard. Backyard, backseat, front yard, park, <laughs> yeah, yeah. movie theater, dressing room. Yeah, you had a little privacy. You had a door closed. Right. Like, windows. Like, yeah, it was like a home. Drawn. It was like a little studio. Right. <laughs> yeah, so the mobile. Did you tell your mom? No, 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 no. So <laughs> that's a funny story, too. I am raised by my dad and my stepmom. Mm-hmm. My mother um, left me and all her kids Wow. when I was nine years old for drugs. Mm. And she, like, we all separated because we all have different dads. Mm. So now um, we all went with your dads? We all went with whomever. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I went with my dad, fortunately. Um, and then she's never returned to us. You've never seen her since I've nine. seen her, but she's never returned. Like, that it's person. It was not. It's not who your mom was. Correct. Damn. So is she still currently struggling with? Yes. Okay. Yes. She's still living an addictive lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, but so my, I was raised by my dad and my stepmom. And of course I didn't tell them like, no, right. they were, they were not getting those beans. Did they have, did they have a talk with you about sex when you were young? Uh, it ended up being very dramatic. Why I even have his baby is like a thing because I ran away his family took me in. It was like... You were pregnant at that time? No. Oh. I ran away, though, like, um, from my parents restricting me from being with him. Right. Because he, he, he was at that point probably over He 18. was an adult, yes. He was over 18. 18. He was over 18. And you Graduated were... high school, and I was barely entering high school. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, they saw what I should have saw, that hindsight 2020 thing. They knew, like, oh, this is not what... Well, you, you were 14. Clearly. How could you have seen it? There's no way. Oh, God. I didn't know enough. And the the relationship with my parents, um, while they did rescue me from, like, a very negative environment, when I went to their home, I went into, like, a different environment. I wasn't, like, they weren't coached, like, get her some counseling. She's seen a lot. So I went from... Like who oh, your your parents weren't? Yes. Right. So I went from an environment living, where I went from an environment where I was scamming to like keep my mom's secret a secret. Right. So I was scamming with her. So having like totally access normal. to like adult things. When you at say a very, scamming, what do you mean? Because so the last like, episode scamming was kissing. Okay. Oh right, right, right. <laughs> I remember that from the nineties. I mean, but yeah. I mean like legit today scamming, like lying to school officials, mm. adults to keep Her this adult secret yeah. private. Because you were you were living with your mother at Correct. that time. Okay. So I went from like having access to adult things. Um, our house was like the party spot. Mm. We got a babysitter that we found off the street. Like, mom, we found a babysitter. She's 15. You don't have to come home if you don't want to. 
We tired of you locked up in the bathroom, so you can go. You just go, and then yeah. she'll be here. She'll be here. She's going to cook for us. And, your mom and my, was like, cool. my mom was like, will you? And she was like, yes, because she was Which, a runaway. That's because she needed a place to stay. She needed a place to stay. So Was she a good person? No. <laughs> she stole my sister's chains, like all her gold chains. So, but, so I went from that type of lifestyle where all that. the kids, all the runaways came and hung out at our house mm-hmm. to... Like rules, to rules, rules. But, no, but one, like, no one had dealt with what you had already dealt with. No one dealt with anything, and then having like adult rule, like very tight, 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 strict rules. And then I was like overdeveloped right. for a young person, um, and no one talked to me about that. Like everyone thought I knew because mm-hmm. of your environment prior. Well, because I was old enough to know. Like if like you look at a, a child and you're like that child's 10, 11, that child knows. But I know when I wasn't getting raised back home when I was a child, you weren't those things weren't being instilled in you. The things that maybe a typical 10 or 11 year old would know. Correct. You weren't taught that by your mom. So I was being taught to lie. Mm -hmm. I was being taught. Shut up. You don't talk nothing. You don't repeat what happens in the household. Correct. None of that. So I was being taught those things. And then I went to an environment where they're like, open up. And I'm like, you the feds. <laughs> no you the reason I'm not with my mama. Like, so it was like a negative, even though I was removed from a negative environment, I went into a negative situation. Well, what you thought was negative because, yeah. Well, because it wasn't handled properly. Like, even for myself, I can take full responsibility. But like, like I said, no one told my parents like, oh, you guys should get her some counseling. Mm-hmm. She's probably really seen and dealt with a lot. Right. Or, you know, like, no one told them that. They were just like, period. they were just like, she's good. She's here you now. Boom. For example, um, I stopped talking for maybe like a year. Really? Because after like maybe a month or two of being there, my dad was like, so why don't you start calling your mom, mom now? Like my stepmom, who I do refer to mom as now. Right. But at that time, at that time I was like, excuse me. And that made you stop talking. I wasn't going to address her. What, what, you didn't talk period or just to her? Mostly just to her, but like, period. Like I became like a muted child. Like, yes, no. You know, I wasn't, Expressing yourself. Expressing myself, but I also wasn't, like, rude or disrespectful if you asked me something, but I would never ask for anything. Like, legitimate needs. Like, oh, I need this. I'm not speaking up and saying, hey, I I need this. Mm -hmm. Do you remember when you made that decision, like, I just don't want to talk anymore? Like, what was was your... I was sitting in a drive-thru at McDonald's. And he was, like, having a conversation with you, and you're like, okay, this is... And after he said that, I literally, like, looked out the window and checked out. Like, I went on robot. And how old were you around then? Nine. Wow. But you know what? I've, I hear, I've heard <clears throat> about kids, like, something happening, and then them going mute. Like, um, you know whose story that is? Who's? <clears throat> Maya Angelou. Oh. She didn't talk for, like, a couple, like, a year or over a year. But that's because she was raped. And mm-hmm. then, like, a little bit later, the rapist got ki- murdered or something, and she thought her voice killed him. So mm. she stopped talking. But a lot of times with traumatic situations, kids will just sh- will shut off. Mm-hmm. Right. So then that turned into, like, stress for me, mm-hmm. uh, not having an outlet. And I remember having to have, like, go to the doctor because I would get these horrible, horrible pains. And the doctor was like, she's, like, looking at me because I look, you know, healthy. healthy. And I'm here, I'm here with my parents at the doctor. And they're like, 
these are stress headaches. Like, the doctor was so puzzled. Like, what, what is, is this? she stressed about? But he didn't really know your background. No, or and he didn't even question it. He was like... No, no one said, has she, has she started a therapist? What, yeah. What's, what's happening Yeah, right no now? one, no one addressed that issue. So it was like... She just doesn't want to talk. Yeah. Like, and she's having headaches. Yeah. That's but I mean, like, breaking down headaches. Like, I'd be, like, get broken down to my knees mm. in pain of, mm. like... I can't like someone is at their head like you know the pressure mm-hmm. um of the mm-hmm. headache and it was literally stress and I was like this is ridiculous and then I think I went from that mode to entering like entering puberty like it was mm-hmm. just a, yeah, a waves of transition and back to back so I went from that into puberty into motherhood like shit so I'm just I'm I'm 5 years old emotionally yeah um well so when how like how did how did you how did you deal with that like going through like as an adult like did you have you sought therapy or like how yes totally totally because I realized like there are things that I see vividly like as a dream or in my mind that like I was in diapers. There's no one who really has a memory of them in diapers. diapers. Like, I got to let some of this go. Um, so I did, as an adult, seek therapy. How old were you when you went to seek therapy? Probably about 19. Because that was the transition from being with my son's father. And I thought, like, this is the hardest thing I've ever had to do. I did not even think of, consider your childhood. I didn't even consider my childhood. I didn't even consider, like, that my son's father and I wouldn't make it like I when when I gave him my virginity when I gave him a son I thought this is it like I'm gonna marry this man we're gonna be high school sweethearts even though I'm the only one in high school (laughs) like like we're this is going to be the rest of my life like um his parents owned a home in Windsor Hills yeah, this be our house. Like we're gonna get this passed down. <laughs> right. Like I'm gonna, yeah. I gotta find a job and a career and, and a school great. for my kid because this is it. And I was, well, I thought um, I was mentally prepared to take that on. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, it'll be fine. At that I can do this. You think you got it? I right. Mean, right. I mean, right. in high school, you can't tell a high school no, but nothing. We think we're so grown. I know. And then you get thirty, you're like, and especially you dating an older man, you really think you're grown. I mean, right. And so, so when you were so basically back to like you basically running away. So you ran away because your parents weren't approving of your relationship, and his parents took you in. Mm-hmm. Like, and then around what age was that? That was like 14, 15. 14, 15. And yeah. then how long were you there for? Not long, maybe. I I ran away, and I had no intentions of coming back. When eventually police got involved in that whole situation, like, they were like, this is ridiculous, Kimberly, like... Where the fuck are you at? Yeah. Um, And they didn't know. Um, And so then they found out, because I had gotten so comfortable, like, being gone, that I started socializing with friends and, like... Again, Yeah, like, oh, let's go have a kickback. And so then they start, like... Asking your friends. Yeah, and putting the pressure on my friends. And then my friends buckled and brought them to where I was. Which was your boyfriend's house. Correct. And that was when it got intense because, like, they came with police. They came, like, and you can't be bringing no police. police Yeah, like. (laughs) Correct. Well, also, were the police, I mean, because he was, you're underage and he's. Yeah, so statutory rape was a real thing that we had to, like, live through. No, 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 no. It totally was a thing. Like, they arrested him? No, but um, mm-hmm. his parents came and told me, like, you know, we were just trying to help you, but you, you're you making it hot. You got to go. Like, 
how my son get in trouble. And I'm for, helping you. Yeah. Well, so like, who are his parents that they thought it would be okay that a 14 year old was coming to live with them and they didn't they think, let me call her parents and see what the fuck is. Maybe that. they didn't know how old you were, or I don't know. No, I'm, I'm I'm most certain they knew how old I was. They knew I was coming ditching school with a backpack yeah, to come see right. their son. Do you think they just didn't really care or know better? Probably didn't really care or know better, or didn't think it would go that far. Right. Like thought like, oh, they letting her like she do what she want right. anyway. Like right. Kim's got grown. Like no one cares. So maybe they didn't know like that there was a family that cared about you. Yeah, right. that cared about me. Mm. Cause that's probably the impression and probably I probably gave that impression. I probably like <gasps> extra super um, put that out there on them like that. Like they don't care, you know. I hate them. Yeah. They beat me. Yeah. You know, like, I never got beat. No, I know. But you know, like she slapped me one time. Like, <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I can't believe him. Right. He let her. My daddy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm sure I was super extra manipulative because I knew how to be. From right, my mom. Right, right. You had been taught to yeah. be manipulative. Yes, right. correct. So I knew that, you know, they probably just, they probably wanted to put a blanket and a teddy bear, right. you know, in my hands. Like, don't let the camera see her. Like, you know, tuck me out like the victim. They they didn't know. I, I probably really did. Now that you're making me reflect on it, I probably really did put that on thick. So did so you went back home and then you got pregnant later? Yes. I continued the forbidden relationship. Um and I got pregnant at homecoming, which was so gross because my son's godmother and her boyfriend were like smoking a blunt in the bed. Oh. It was we were like in Motel Six. No, I've, I've done it. I've literally we just had this conversation about the teenage sex because there's no really place to have it, so, so you yeah. have it in group settings. Yeah, it's not like you're having an orgy. It's just like people are just in their own corners having sex. Well, the lights were off. They're over there in their bed smoking a blunt. We're over here in our bed having sex. But having conversation. Oh, uh, God. I <laughs> like, I mean, it, it, I guess, I don't know. It's just the same as, like, both fucking, like, oh. Yeah, I've never, but I could imagine that if, if my, if I, if I was dating, like, a younger guy. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Like my friends were. They were dating guys our age. I was dating a guy out of high school. Right. So I imagine if I was dating someone that they were like in our peer group, we would have been doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Totally. And they were probably happy that he was old enough to get the goddamn hotel. Right. Yeah. Because I, I knew I had one, one guy was the like, Kimmy's Yeah, 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 yeah. Kimmy's yeah. boyfriend will get the hotel. We're good. And we'll buy the alcohol, too. Yeah, he'll get the 40. <laughs> um, so when you found out you were pregnant, what what was that? Were you scared? Were you... I was... Like, happy? With I was happy. Okay. Because you didn't um, know what the fuck you were about to sign up. Well, I knew... I Because I didn't know what the fuck I was about to sign up for. 
I knew that I would be a better mom than mm. my mother. Mm. Um, and that you and him would now be together forever. Well, I didn't care about him so much in the pregnancy part of it. Because we it's high school drama. We broke up, got back together. If I wore something cute, I was a whore. Yeah. You know, like, I couldn't be popping one day at school and he come pick me up and then... Who you trying to be cute for? You know, all that oh, drama. So it was like, he broke up with me at nutrition. And then at lunch, <laughs> we're back together. So all that. High school was stressful and stupid as hell <laughs> when it came to my relationship. Um, so I didn't think like, oh, we'll be together forever. But I knew I would be out of my parents' home. So I was like. Like they were going to kick you out? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I knew that that was like, oh. If you got pregnant, it's done. Yeah. Did that happen? Yes. I told my parents I was pregnant on a Wednesday, and I was moved out on a Saturday. Did they try to moved convince Moved out where? You? To his house? Yeah, to his they, So home. they went through all this trouble to get you back. Then you get pregnant, they said, all right, you're, you're done. Yeah. Wait, did they did they try to convince you not to keep the baby? Of course. And you're like, I'm keeping my baby. You yeah. cannot make me. And at that point, they're like, well, you cannot live here with baby. Well, the first thing out of my stepmom's house when my dad woke her up, because I waited for my dad. One night to come in from work to tell him. him. And I just got scared for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Because I was I was putting it off and putting it off. And um, at this point, how how far along were you? Super new. Super, super right. like eight weeks, right. ten weeks, maybe. You were low key excited to tell somebody. Yeah. But I had told um, my boyfriend at the time and his family. So they were like, you got to tell him. Like, because of the whole statutory rape thing right. they wanted like let's get this if there's gonna be something that comes behind it let's deal with it now right. like in the beginning um and maybe they were hoping that i didn't keep the baby too because right. they knew that their son wasn't ready right um but whatever the case was they were more supportive of whatever needed to be done right um i knew my parents reaction would be oh no not here uh-huh. um just a side story I knew because I had tried to, at after the runaway thing, I tried to emancipate myself. Mm. So I went and I thought I was super grown. Like, mm, I'm about to get emancipated. <laughs> I didn't even have to work. Wait a minute. So I did. I literally ditched school and like and got like, the paper, sent them yeah. in. And they, like, instead of, they probably want to clown me <laughs> at the courthouse. So instead of like, um, denying my paperwork because I didn't even send it in with the right fees. They legitimately um like sent me back a court date. What happened? It's not recording. What? What is your password? 2929. I pressed record. Did you push airplane mode? Yes, it's on airplane mode. It's not recording. Okay. So instead of sending that back the like denial of emancipation or like you didn't um, fill these forms out correctly, you idiot. Trying to get emancipated. <laughs> they gave me a date. So I did school like I'm finna go get emancipated and they totally they just wanted to laugh at me. In person? Yes. They just wanted to see who's this little ornery bitch that wants to emancipate herself. So I basically went down there and they were like, you see where we highlighted? <laughs> um, this is how much you owe for us to even consider it. But um, don't even waste your money. Because yeah, because it's not, it's we're not money. you're not ready for this. <laughs> so and during that process of like knowing that I wasn't ready for emancipation, I knew like, OK, well, that's not going to work for me getting out of here. How else will I get out of here? And the baby was your ticket, my ticket out. So when I got pregnant with this baby. 
I was like, oh, I'm keeping this baby. Like, I'm out of here. Marshawn parents love me. They're going to keep me, take care of me. I'm going to get on my feet. I'm about to be popping. Like, I'm about to get my license. Like, because I was always trying to have a forbidden relationship. I lied and snuck around a lot. Well, probably that relationship felt so comfortable to you because it was so, it was forbidden just like, so much of you know your relationship with your mom is secretive, lying, correct, it exciting. Correct. It felt like Com- I'm what I'm felt, used it to. Felt ho- it used felt like to, home. Right? Yes. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That was so deep on so many levels. Thank you. <laughs> but yes, totally. And because that happened, um, I couldn't wait to tell them. And then the pressure from his family wanting to know what would they do and what was going to happen. They they like heavy you know, press me to tell. They were like, because it was like maybe two other days that I was scheduled to tell my parents and I never did, I never went through with it. And so this day I was like, okay, I got to do it. And so I waited up for my dad. And the funniest thing, I love my dad. He's so funny sometimes. I'm like sitting there like freaking out like, dad, we have to talk. And he's like, come on, baby girl, you can do it. Like spit it out. And I'm like, I don't know, dad. Like this is bad. This is really, really bad. You're not going to look at me the same. And he looks at me and he was like, you're not gay, are you? (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like, no, like. Of all things, right? Like, I'm about to tell you something else. You're like, I wish, I wish your bitch was gay. I really wish your bitch was gay. And and I was like, no, because I didn't expect that. He was like, well, then we could talk about anything. And so that moment, like, helped it just come out. But the mood changed quick. He was like, no. Like, he was holding my hand, like, when I told him I wasn't gay. And then he, like, snatched that shit back. Did he ever discuss, did they ever discuss the, like, birth control, condoms? Yeah, yeah. So that was, like, we already, we told, we gave you the rundown, and you're still pregnant. Right? Yeah, yeah. So then what, what happened next? Like, it was just like, all right, you're out? Like, I mean, you told so, him you're keeping so it. So he went and woke up my mom to tell her, like, your daughter has something to tell you. And so he made me tell her. Mm-hmm. And she was like, not in my house. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do, do they have kids together? Yes, I have. At, at that point, do they have kids already? Yeah, yeah. So um, I have two sisters that are the same age, one for my mom and one for my dad. Oh, so you so, and your sister went together? No, so my mom's four oh. kids all have different dads, and they we dispersed. But then I went into a situation where I already had a baby sister. Oh, so when you got there, they had already had Yeah, I had sister. already knew her. She she was two when I went to so them. Like nine. So I already had a relationship with her and knew her and all that. Okay, so no, I don't So that was the point of why I couldn't be there because I couldn't set that example for like... Do you, now looking back as a mom, do you feel like that was the right decision, or do you feel resentment towards her for the, um, or him I, for I think I felt that? resentment initially, and now you because I went into a whole different situation that I wasn't prepared for, like verbal. Like I thought the lunchtime cry sessions and nutrition breakups were like the worst over because now we're living together. Oh my God, it the abuse hiding. intensified. And you don't even know that it's abuse because you do it too. Right, and, you're, and like, you can start doing it because you're used to... Re- for, to yeah, 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 totally. And then it w- it became humiliating because here I am, I'm the youngest person in this house. Everyone else is adults. It was a, it was a beautiful home with 
one brother in that room, one brother in that room, parents in that room, and us in our room. Like, oh, this is our room. Like, my friends can come over here. They couldn't come to my parents' house. Right. Like, to, and then getting abused or humiliated or, like, just having a spat. Like, you know, a spat between your lover, that's personal. But then I'm just, like, we're sitting at the table with your mom and your daddy or two brothers. Yeah, and, everybody. and everybody is right here. And, and somebody else got something to say about it, too? Because mm. it's their house. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're living. Now you have oh, not. Okay, so you went from your mom's rules to your dad and your stepmom's rules. Mm-hmm. And now to another home. And they have a whole other set of rules and, and way that they want to live and the way that they want to raise their son or their grand child you know like that must be like so confusing especially if you haven't dealt with and i wasn't with it right i'm sure you i wasn't an outsider, with it. i'm sure like this is not even like really now you're starting to realize like oh this is not even my family correct so that's during that time is when i felt like oh they should have never did this to me but i didn't take it as look what i got myself into, into. but you're like oh now now we thought you were good and like this is their fault why would you put me out? Well, why would you put me out? Like, who are these oh, people? Oh, your parents. Yeah, you don't even know these people. And, oh, so you're, you said your parents should have never done this to you. Yes, okay. that was my thought okay. process when I was in emerged mm-hmm. and all that. But At I, any like, point where they, like, come home? Or did you oh, ask to come they, home? I, I, um, there were times mm-hmm. um, where I did go home, but I always ran back. Um, so, yeah, because that's what that's what an abused person does. So for a while, I was burning out my friends, like They're, getting. I would get put out, put it like this, because dude was a player. I would get put out on Fridays from the parents' house. Yes, and they would allow him to put the parents would allow because their he son wanted, he to put go me do out. This thing on the weekend. Yeah. So what? What? Uh, what kind of parents would allow their son to put their pregnant girlfriend out that they that didn't? that they took in? Them kind girl, because they happen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so going to high school pregnant, what is that like? What, so like, I checked out a regular high school and went to a pregnancy high school. There's okay. a pregnancy high school, like continuation school. Yes, but you have to be pregnant oh, or, a, um, or already a mom to go there. Mm. Um, so you, you're getting, it's independent studies. Oh, it's like homeschool. Yes. But to, to be, to be, um, like, like. To be, uh, how do you say what I'm trying to say? Qualified to go there, you have to have like something. But wait, so a did, child. Period. Did you child. leave high school because you wanted to, or you asked to leave, or? Well, so I did know um, that I could leave and get done with school and not have to go to school every and day. Because who wants to get up and go to school every day pregnant? Right. I'm not an adult, so I'm not used to getting up and going to work no matter what to get a, a, a check. Right. So at this point, who wants to get a... I barely go into high school as it is. Mm-hmm. All I did was go to turn in work and to make sure I didn't get arrested mm-hmm. for ditching too much. Mm-hmm. So I'm barely going to high school, so going to high school pregnant was just not in the cards for me. Mm-hmm. So I went to a place where I could go and do it independently, work at my own schedule, and get it done so, where so that I wouldn't at? have to... Your re- prom was at this facility that you're... So basically, I checked myself out, checked myself into the um, McAllister High School mm-hmm. for pregnant girls. Mm-hmm. And then when I got my credits that I needed to complete my senior year, I checked myself back, back in. Yes. And you're going to get, like, extra credit. So just so you can do all the things that you ended up didn't even do anyway. Correct. Okay. Uh, and just so I can still have my diploma. Right. And as a matter of fact, my diploma, because I finished, technically, I finished high school in December of 2000. I'm class of 2001. So my diploma says 2000. 
Okay. Um, versus 2001. How did you deal with like the judgments of like your classmates and or the, or did you? I mean, I know you weren't there, but like, was that normal? Were there other girls or that your had friends been or like so there were people or, or even friends? That my were like, my first baby daddy was pretty popular. Okay. And so they thought you were cool. Well, they did like, he go to that high school? No, oh, okay. no, he went Just to like a completely different high school. But we're all from the same neighborhood, so like, you if you're from Mid City, you go to like Fairfax, Hamilton, um, L A High, LA High yes. University, mm-hmm. which is where I went. So, and if you were smarter, you went to university. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how you went. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, to uni. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, a lot of girls knew. Everybody knew who my baby daddy was. They would see him picking me up. Right, right. So there were like a lot of girls that still liked him. Mm. So they'd be like. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Oh, you know. The little high school shit when you have a boyfriend that might be kind of popping a little bit. So it was that. But then it was also, um, is she having his baby? Like, they were questioning what this fool saw in me Mm -hmm. versus why why are you having his baby? Like, you wouldn't want to think about this. Like, I didn't have friends thinking that. I had people wanting to shit on me because he was in a relationship with me Mm -hmm. versus saying like maybe you should rethink this or maybe you know you have options or like I didn't have that and then I had the friends of mine that just legitimately like supported me like whatever you do we're friends so did you know anyone at that time that also was pregnant or had a baby or you were like the first of first of anyone you knew no my sister had a baby at 15 um even though she was away in a different city and state with her situation like, I knew my neighbor. But because of that, did you see that and be like, oh, well, I can do this then? Like, well, was that the example that you had? I knew I could do it because I I believe in me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like I said, it was very selfish. I knew I could get out of my parents' house, and that was, like, the bottom line. Mm. I wanted out, mm-hmm. and no other way could get me out. So it was very selfish and vindictive, and I I pay the price for it because I have to raise a human being like, <laughs> Still today, right? yeah. currently. It's yeah. Amazing. So it it was it wasn't I didn't even consider them because I knew that even with my story was so different from theirs. Like I knew like I'm not gonna be that kind of mom, so I didn't right. ever compare myself to right. them. I just knew like okay, I'm having this baby. I don't care what anybody says. So then when you had your baby, did you have your baby naturally, C-section? Oh, that's when my parents showed up now. That's what I was going to say. Were they there? So my mom, Uh ironically, because we were under not my dad's coverage, but my mom's coverage. So she was my... Your point of contact because it was her insurance. It was her insurance. So she had to sign all the paperwork. She denied me everything. In the paperwork? Yeah. Like, Like, what do you mean? Like, no medicine, all natural... 
She wanted this they baby. They allowed her to sign Ooh, those papers yes. for her underage. Correct. Mama she was like, you're going to feel everything. Yes. That's kind of deep. Yes. Yes. It is deep. Because but I, I respect her for it because I, I, 17 years old, I had my baby. Shit. Because you know what? I had a son. So you had a natural. Yeah. Had. Wait, you have a son. Son. Yeah, son. you had That was my son. Yeah. Natural. No epidural, no nothing. No. They, and I can't, I can't believe it's legal for them to ask them. What she did. Well, they have to. She's my legal guardian. guardian. I she, know. I'm not, I'm not legally legal. able to sign. But if you're the one giving birth. Correct. But this is, this is the law in the state of California. I mean, it may be different in other states and it may be refined now, since right. then. That was like 18 years ago. But, I mean, I guess technically, like, I think about it, it's like, that's a lot of pain, physical pain for, like, a 17-year-old girl to endure. Because, you know, I went to, my friend had a baby in high school, and I remember the doctor saying, she's a baby, like, give her the medicine or something. But, the, I mean, I guess the truth is, is, like, for millions of years, the, the birth yeah. age was, was, like, like 14, 15, yeah. 16, like, our yeah. bodies are actually better prepared at that for age. birth. Were your, were your parents, was your mom there when you gave birth both my parents in the and room? my grandmother and then my little sneaky sister creeped in at just the, the right, right time, time to see yeah so he wasn't even there we weren't even speaking at the oh, time of no. my birth yeah it was it was dramatic His i remember the the, they came after they got news that their grandson was mm-hmm. there um and I, be, I remember it being like a messy situation with one of my cousins calling him like you know your baby here <laughs> <laughs> like and I'm like, why'd you call him? Like, Didn't nobody want him to know? He could have heard. <laughs> no, he did when I called. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was messy. And then I like wasn't there. Then I went back. Then um, by the time my son was like a year and a half, because I remember. Wait, wait, so when you got out of the hospital, I went to my grandparents' house. Got it, okay. It was like I set up like okay. baby coming home here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember like not wanting like I wanted to be I wanted my family like yeah. I didn't do this to Hello, be like right. I still had the thought that we could work this out we can have that yeah. house in Windsor Hills mm-hmm. <laughs> we're like we're, all we gotta do is get some cool jobs to retire from right right but okay, we're okay. straight right and what was his mentality like where was his ahead he at? was he have a job like it barely uh barely had a job that was why we beefed so much because he Went to stay up all night, play video games, smoke weed, go buy the newest video game. I'm like, we need to stock up on diapers. I'm over here working, like, I worked at an after-school program. The YS. It was the Steady Institute. Shout out to Steady Institute. They Uh gave me my first job. So I worked there, and that was rough because I'm a tutor, and I'm pregnant, and I'm a kid, and they know it. (laughs) And what are you teaching my son? What are you teaching my daughter? (laughs) Oh, okay. So that was weird because parents always felt the need to address like if I if I chastise a child like and they're like you're taking your pregnancy out on my son and I don't know like I literally had so many of those conversations I'm like your kid's an asshole. Um so having like I'm getting $125 every 2 weeks thinking I'm balling, right? And I'm like going to buy diapers. Right. Cuz I know you, you can never it. have enough. And you're getting whatever you're getting two fifty every two weeks, and you're going to buy a console, right, homie? Yeah, he wasn't ready. You ain't took me out on a date. Like the the last thing you're gonna be buying is a video game. Right? Yeah, and literally he was. And then his brothers would come in and play. I'm like, 
I'm in here sleep. Right. I'm pregnant. And then he would tell me things like, shut up, don't say shit to my brothers. This is oh, my room. Oh, great. So it was, it was, it was gross. So how long did you got? So after that, so you had like a baby. one and a half done. Like I can't do this no more. You I broke up with him after. I don't even. It, it was like back and forth, the same way that we did in high school. Back and forth, back and forth. It got to the point where his parents gave me a room in the house. Like brothers have moved, come and gone, and, and then you you can just be separate. Yeah, go in that room. Yeah, y'all, you and your baby live in there. Right. Like, and that was fine because I had burned the bridge with going to my family. Right. They're like, we're done with your back and forth. Yeah. No, you stay there until you, you can figure, figure it out. out. Yeah. You stay there until you figure out where you you're did? going you from there. there until- I stayed there until me and my baby went into transitional housing. Mm. Just, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to live here. I don't, I don't even want your dick no more. Right, right. I'm so done. So trans, so transitional housing. It was like for moms or families who like didn't have a place to live, so we wouldn't be homeless. So it was like another set of rules. It was like, like a group of girls. It was, I had my own one bedroom apartment mm-hmm. in a structure facility ran program. So I had like requirements, parenting classes, mm. a savings. Mm. Um, what is it called that place? Upward Bound House. Mm. They I do a lot of volunteer work with them. Oh, cool. And I have in the past and I've like spoken at events and let people know why that is so valuable. Um, for not just people like me, it has turned a lot in the last years because of the economy. So it's like more about families mm-hmm. versus when I was going in, it was about like, People leaving abusive relationships, people who were just down, who couldn't afford um, regular living um, and offered them. But you had like so many rules, no company with like Mm -hmm. no company, period, Um, unless during visiting hours where it's like peak hours where no one's home at that time. Like literally every staff member of the whole program, there were cameras everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like it was just a very I went from. The wild to the church to more wild back to the church, Mm kind of like. And so that didn't work out for me. So I was just like, I just got to get it how I live and go get my own spot. Lived on couches with homegirls, with kids. I I remember when I got my first um, apartment in Westchester, Um, my girlfriend, she was like calling me a bitch and we got into a argument and she didn't know that I didn't want to be called a bitch because I had a private conversation with my four-year-old who was like mom I don't like when you and your friends call each other bitch because then I want to fight them wow so she's like calling me a bitch I put her out my house so then because I'm put her out She's like arguing with me on my voicemail. Mm. So we, she's like, I can't call you a bitch no more because you pay rent now, huh? You ain't sleeping on my motherfucking couch no more. Right, right, can't right. call you a bitch no more. <laughs> you sound like, I'm going to fight her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I we bummed it for a while because I just couldn't do rules. Sounds pretty familiar. You also mentioned that um, in your DM to us. Wait, let, can we talk about the DM? Yeah. It's funny because Kenny DM'd us and she was like, um, I have a crazy story. I was a teen mom. I've gone through X, Y, and Z. And then she was like, my baby daddy's a blood and my partner's a crib. No, vice versa. Oh, my, sorry, let's my, get this all the way straight. <laughs> my baby daddy's a crib. My partner's a blood. And I did it all before it was cool like Lauren London. 
That was her exact message. Yeah, it was. And for some reason, like, I guess I was, like, looking for the DM again, and I went back and read it, like, a week later, and I was like, oh, shit. This was, because you sent us that DM before the Nipsey shit happened. Yeah. You sent it before the Nipsey shit happened, and then I went, I revisited it, like, a week later, and the Nipsey shit happened, and I was like, oh, my God. That's crazy that you just happened to mention her. So the only reason why I mentioned her is because when their relationship went public, Lauren and Nipsey's, um... There was a meme going around like how she's uniting the community because Lil Wayne, her first baby daddy is a blood. Right. And I didn't Nipsey's realize a that. Crit. I didn't realize that. So, pe- my friends were sending me this like, "You been doing this? Like, <laughs> you been all this? Like, so I didn't mean anything by it." And no, I was, no, no, I was no, super, was, super no, stunned no, that that happened I, because I knew that I had slid that DM no, I, and that I, I, had I happened so close no, together. So same, ironic. same. It was literally, like you sent that and then like. Five or six days later, like, unfortunately, that yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's crazy. S- same. I felt the same thing. Because, you know what? I didn't I didn't remember that you had wrote, wrote, written that. And then when I reread it, I was like, Erica, did you remember? She's like, I know. Yeah. Um. Wait, so when you, growing up, was he always affiliated? Like, wait, let me not talk about his he, whole His whole family started a Crip gang in my neighborhood. So, so they whole family crip, 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 crip. this day. His my son's grandmother, I love her to death. Um, she had you know when it was a thing to wear earpieces yes. from your flip yeah. T Mobile that burgundy mm-hmm. pinkish phone. Yeah. She was like, Oh, I gotta take this back. I don't want people to think this blood. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a full blown like grandmother. <laughs> my son at the time was her youngest grandchild. Like she had grandbabies. And she was talking to me about some gangbang. How how is that like grown like growing up in an environment or I mean you know like your later years like in an environment where like the adults even think that like cripping is cool, like it's just it's I like, don't know any other way. Right, it was just normal. It's just normal. Like everybody, you know not to everybody where. So this is the thing. My mother fucked with some blood niggas. Growing up, so they named, like, her name in the streets is Red. Like, everybody calls her Red. So, here I am, uh, missing my mom. Everything I do is homage to my mother. So, I I go to school flamed up. I wear red laces in my shoestrings. I get sweated every day. Like, I'm, I'm fucking square as they come at this point in my life. And I'm questioned daily like where are you from where are you from you got them red laces i remember standing in line for cookies in junior high school and some bitch coming behind me and like nudging me like this on my back and like where are you from with them red laces in your shoes and a matter of fact she might have said dead laces in your mm-hmm. shoes i was like dead this i'm is- like and dead because wow, right. that's like disrespectful to, to say, say the- dead mm-hmm. yeah and so um i'm like what with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Like, I'm from Michigan because anything about my mom, my mom's from Michigan. So I'm like, I'm from Michigan. And she was like, well, around here. (laughs) And I felt like the scene for, yeah. (laughs) We don't do that. (laughs) And so, like, someone called, someone from church called my parents and like, this is getting serious. You need to make sure, Kimberly, like, this is what's happening to her at school. Because your parents were not fucking with any of that. My parents didn't care. They were like, oh, self-expression. Like, she likes red. Like, that's her favorite color. Yeah, they didn't think it was thing. My dad was like, you're going to get shot. You're going to get shot at the bus stop, and I can't protect you. Take those red laces off. I'm like, this is for my mother. You just want to take everything. (laughs) Yes. Yes. No, bitch, you're in the wrong neighborhood to wear the color. Yeah, and so... Like, when I would go visit Chicago in the Midwest, like, they'd be like, is that still a thing? I'm like, yes. I well, fucking, they, don't, they don't do that in the Midwest, do they? they no. no. Well, maybe now. now, now maybe. Right. I don't know what they do now because everything's Cause like, so fucking different. Blood. There's bloods in New Orleans. I mean, obviously. <laughs> they're everywhere now. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're everywhere. So now, but now it's also. But even they're called, at, different, they're called different things. Like, for example, like in Chicago, they have the Vice Lords. They have the GDs. But, t- but they wear their red and blue. Oh, so yeah. But they're not necessarily called blood, blood and, and Yeah. And now it's different, too, where, like, Bloods wear all blue, and it's not a thing. Like, oh, like the color, the color. Like I was, I'm, 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 I'm an '80s baby, so I'm coming at like an '80s baby. Y'all motherfuckers is lit. Um, so we're we're the age and era where where we're like um, still going by the original rules. Now they're like everything's changed. You can do what you want. If you're reputable from your hood, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm not even a gangbanger. Like, my gang association is trickle down, trickle down. Right, like, like right. I'm somebody's mom. Like, yeah. But so raising your son in, in, in that environment. With like, his dad being. A- my son came home from a visit with his dad, probably nine, eight or nine years old, telling me his hood name. What was like, that? oh, my, my hood name from. No, no. I remember. So have you had to have talks? Do you have to several, have talks with several. him about? But it's more about this is not okay. I know your dad shows you this type of stuff. I mean, it's you not, have to have talks with the dad. Like, how do you? Yeah, but he's so ignorant. This is who he is. Like, well, so you're his, saying he's deep in it. He's still. He don't see nothing wrong with it. Um, to this day, no. He's he's since had his own daughter and matured this More much. Inch. Yeah. Like a fourth of an inch. But he's still getting affiliated. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You like it's for life. Yeah. Well, their no, family started the gang, so their their family functions are a gang party or hood day or Do you, have you know like. About your son, like I don't fear a gang. I'm not worried about gang gang violence. Like I grew up around it. I know it happens. That it, it's it's sad, um, but I like where we're going in this environment where it's like. There's treaties and stuff happening now, like in wake of the tragedies that just recently happened. Um, But I never worried about like 
gang shit. It's more about like gun violence than gang shit. Well, because I knew I got a pass. I got I these you not fucking with them over here because they Crips and I'm good over here with this blood niggas. So I told one. I remember being disrespectful. They're both like the they same. No, a lot of times. Sometimes, but a lot of times. Like, a lot I, of times, I, but the gang members I know they will fight. They will like where I'm from. Where I'm from. Where I'm from. The people I know. The bitches that have problems with another bitch or niggas that have problems with another nigga, they finna square up. But is that would but, you would you say that's more so with older? People, I feel like the younger generation. I feel like that's again. more solid individuals, right. more more mature because there are immature gang members. There are mature well, gang members. I just mean I mean more so like young. Like I feel like a lot of these young gang members are the ones that are feel they they have like that's been approved. Yeah. Like, so they be doing ex- they be doing the most and they be doing extra. My um, first baby daddy was actually shot by some bloods on his way home riding the bus. When? Um, I might have been 16. Yeah, before the baby, I was still in high school. And that didn't scare the shit out of you? It scared the shit out of me, but he was foul. Like... Oh, when he, he was getting retaliated against or some shit, he kind of... Yeah, like, he gang-banged out of pocket oh. on some niggas that wasn't fucking with him, and they was like, say that shit now, blood, and yes. shot him. I don't want him to be shot. I was devastated. Our world was shattered. He got shot in his stomach almost died shattered his leg he like forever walks with a lint growth was stunted like a whole bunch of shit it was very fucked up and foul but those are the consequences Consequences for just like i had to leave and go and raise this baby and struggle any way that i had to struggle to make sure that this baby those were the consequences i'm big on the consequences of my actions true that's true so I never was worried about gang violence because I always felt like I'm straight. Like, if you fuck with me on this side of town, I got... These are still my in-laws. We don't always see eye to eye, but they finna ride. Right. This is my nigga, and he's Big Bad Wolf, so you could try if you want to. Oh, because now your partner, your partner, your, your two youngest is is a... He's a crip. No, he's a blood. He's a blood. He's a blood. You love you a hood nigga. I didn't know it. I thought I just like tall niggas, you but love I, I you. it's the it's the red in me. I can't help who my mama was. I can't. I can't. Um. So yeah, how does that work out? Like, it, it's just respect, you know, or because yeah, you have kids by him. You guys are like together forever. Well, initially, you don't know that, and especially if you have. Especially if you have um, a man who knows he didn't do right by you, and now you have a new man in your life. family's life. Right. Like, not just your life, your family's Family. life. Right. I moved out. I did my own thing. He still lived with his parents. How long were you single before you, um, you met um, your So I, I knew my partner uh, since 2003. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, everybody got a little thing that they do after they get out of a long-ass relationship. Right. And I was so young. I had never been with anybody else, so I didn't know nothing. Oh, my God. So I was like, I owe this to myself. Yeah, I'm about to get out of here. Let me, just, let me go test the water. Yeah, let me go on a vacation. Let me go swimming. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> test the waters. Like, I'm diving. Yeah, hi. You're not scuba gear. Yeah, so <laughs> it went from that to that. Um, but I was on my own, so I felt totally confident and comfortable in doing it. And then I realized, like, ooh, I'm drained. Like, (laughs) 
I ain't been on a date, <laughs> like I a real date. Yeah, yeah like, the- so then I was like, I'm fucking big. I ain't fucking nobody. <laughs> but on my way out the door, I hit up my partner who I'm with now, like, hey, I'm going on this little celibacy thing. But right before that, I just wanted to say one time. Yeah. That's a good idea, though. I never thought in a million years, we were friends. I never thought in a million years like that would be who I, I still look at him. I think I did it Sunday driving like, I'm still with you. <laughs> <laughs> what a big ass smile on my face, though. But so I like I went from that to him being just my friend, met him at like we worked in the same facility. So we knew each other. He actually befriended me because he liked my son. And then he would see me bringing my son to work because I still worked at the enrichment program. Um, and so he would see me bringing my son to work and he'd be like, that's your son? Like, next thing you know, he's like, oh, let me take him for a ride on my car. Like, it was very sweet and we were friends and then I could call on him and this nigga, why I fucking love him and why we have a friendship and then built upon that is because when I was struggling in that transitional home, he gave me $40 to start a savings. He was like, you don't, you can't like, you can't be out here like that. Cause he would give us rides. Oh so we didn't have to catch the bus sometimes. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's real tears. Crying. She's always crying. I love her. That's cute. <laughs> So, but he, but I knew like, damn, he's special. Like he's teaching me something. I just want to sit up here and cry. (laughs) Like I'm, I'm on the verge of folding. Right. Like I should just fucking do whatever and work it out with this nigga. But I'm like talking to another man who's like, nah, that ain't, you just, just whatever you do, save. You never know when you need to get out of jam. That was a part of the program too, right? Well, that was a part of the program, but they were forcing me. Oh, he was just in. Okay. piggybacking because he didn't even know that was a fucking program which <laughs> when you pull up it just looked like a very secure building <laughs> yeah it's in the cut so um he didn't know that it was a program he thought i was straight but he would hear me say how i'm struggling and how like i needed to get me and my baby off the bus i was like this is like ridiculous like we're on the bus from he was, like he was challenging you he was making you yeah up. and also always drop gems and then when we did finally have sex, I thought that was like, oh, bomb. Like, <laughs> I got the homie right here. I could just, like, because I can have a conversation with him. Like, this other guy, I don't want you to know me. Don't even call me in the daytime. Like, <laughs> I'm picking up my son from school, nigga. Like, after eight. Yeah, like, shit. He ain't even sleep. I got no snack Wait, yet. what's your sign? Leo. Oh, Leo. A fire. Yeah. <laughs> so... That happened, and then that celibacy thing lasted for, like, nine and a half months. And it was cool, because I was focused. I was saving money. I was, like, getting to it. Um, and then he had a situation change of heart where he must have just been watching me, because we remained friends um, for a while. He even had other relationships. I had fake other little relationships, because, okay, I just want to fuck with it. Like, yeah. you were cool when we were fucking, but... Right. You, we could be friends. Right. You could take me to eat. Right, right. Cool. So I maintained that, but him, that was a friendship. So when he approached me about, like, you, we're going to be together, you're going to have my kids, I was like, boy, 
quit playing because at that point I was getting like I was in therapy I was getting confident in myself I had two years of momming under my belt I was like ain't nobody did right. Right. you can we do this like, like, I figured it out figured yeah I focused right, right. I'm working out like <laughs> my baby don't need nothing like ugh, right. fuck y'all <laughs> Um, so it was that I was, I had leveled up, I guess we didn't call it that then, but I was really focused <laughs> right. and leveled up. Call it now is. <laughs> yeah. So that had come and then he reached out and I didn't believe him. And then we started hanging out on a regular basis and then I gave him some and I was like, oh yeah. Oh, so that was the first time? Yeah. So he was the last person before my celibacy and then. And, oh, the first. first as, the person I broke it with. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. Yeah. And so you built that, I mean, you had, we were already building that relationship. Yeah, so, so it was so, it was so natural. Like, and my son did, wasn't even bothered by it because he thought that was his friend. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. from all the encounters. they Yeah. So he wasn't, it was never an issue where like, um, like, how do I introduce my son? And I didn't even have to say it. Like, be, before time, it became my son's own idea. Mm. Like, oh, you should be boyfriend and girlfriend? Aww. Like, Oh, should I? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, really? So I'm sure, right, and I'm sure that, like, that made uh, baby daddy number one. Oh, furious. So back to gang shit, unfortunately. Like, my, we're in a relationship. My, um, I move. I ended up pregnant. I got pregnant um, with our first child that ended, the pregnancy ended in a, still, a stillbirth. Um, so that baby didn't make it, but I was having like a little brother for my son. Um, and my son was graduating preschool. And so it was like, I was recovering from the stillbirth. My son, like it always is this time, springtime. (laughs) This is my Mercury. (laughs) So, um, he was graduating, turning five. I had just lost the baby. Um, obviously we're all coming together for this monumentous time in my son's life. And what does baby daddy number one do to baby daddy number two? Bang Gang bang on him. He couldn't help it. At, at, at the graduate. The at the, graduate. At the oh. preschool graduation. At the preschool graduation. <laughs> yes. I would have been fucking So here. my whole family's there. His whole family's there. And my partner is there but on his own just with us and our family as he should like um and my mom tells us to take a picture (laughs) so we take a picture and so he is furious on the other side of the camera like nigga that's my family (laughs) that's my family and then he must have banged his hood and as i'm still posed for the picture (laughs) Motherfucker, fuck you. Oh, no, oh. baby, close your ears. Oh, my God. Somebody help me. Oh, oh, help. God. Help. Oh, my God. I died. On the inside. On the know. inside, instantly tried to distract my son because I was hearing this and I just thought, I didn't know it was, co- Wait, well, it was know, provoked. You you didn't, oh, you just heard your current partner say, yeah. fuck you. Yeah, and going off because he once he's on, it's over. <laughs> it don't stop. Well, I'm like, he must have well, caught him off guard because he like, oh. Well, he just, he, he stay ready. So he ready for like, I know this nigga not going to be happy to see me. Like, you know, <laughs> who would be happy? <laughs> who would be happy to, like, yeah. so he knows there's opposition in this point in time. Right. So he went 
Like, and then this was their first time ever seeing each other. Uh, girl, you can't. <laughs> I didn't realize. Gra- oh, no. But I didn't realize <laughs> no, that. Yeah, everybody knew everybody was coming. It was no secret that anyone was going to be there. You know, we should maybe work that out one day before. Yeah, I, in oh, hindsight. really my worst night. I'm true. <laughs> Probably without gangbanging, but still my worst night. Right. It's intense. It's, it's intense. It's so bad. It's intense. You don't need a gangbanger for that to go wrong. But okay. it just happened very quickly, too. Like, we were all having good moments. I even got a award at the graduation <laughs> for being, like, volunteer something. Yeah. Like, like, that, like, it was like... Like, come see, he made, what our kid made us speak. Though? Like the, the, <laughs> come to find out, the um, grandmother instigated the entire no, thing. I, don't mean the, I mean, the other students were like, other so parents, we were kind of like, in a cluster. So we were, so the situation was kind of blocked in by family. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was sparking and getting loud. So maybe the hood, other hood families, because <laughs> you know, they know keywords you know so they might have been tuned into it but my uncle who's very professional who i love he like real quick like he took andre and andre was like you gotta go here go to keys like get out of (laughs) here well because andre andre's he went on some i'll kill like oh baby no because it went to it went to hood stuff it wasn't it was not on he didn't say, don't take a picture with my family. Right. He it, said <laughs> some gang, gang shit. shit. Uh. So a gang member in LA gets back. If you're a gang, if you're a gang member, you get back on gang member shit. You, 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 you go back. Switch. You switch. It's yeah, a switch. it's you're a mode. Right. It's a mode. You're not at the, at the kindergarten graduation anymore. You're about. You you're are now on the battlefield. Place. It is yeah. a mode. <laughs> it's a mode. And so gangsta on, gangsta on. And then from there he left and i got the most disturbing i got a terrorist threat on my voicemail oh no i'll never forget it i was like this is a thing you can't be doing this don't ever do this like because it's it became past 9 11 they made like terrorist threats a really big like it's a crime don't do it people so So he called my baby daddy calls me and leaves messages on my um, phone about what he will do to my bitch ass nigga. And then so this could have went so many different ways in hindsight. Like I could have like tossed that. But then I felt like he is that dumb. Like he was that dumb to do what he did and cause this whole situation in the first place. So he's literally "Hmm, you don't trust the fool. You got to, like, take heed. Sure. So I was, like, torn. I, like, asked a few friends. They were, I got mixed reviews. <laughs> like, right. tell, don't tell. Because how would I feel if he had caught him slipping on any occasion? Right, right. Um, so I, like, put him up on game. And then that's when shit got really real gangbanging-ish mm. for me. That was like the roughest time of that part of our relationship. Mind you, I just lost a baby, right. so I'm grieving. How many, that, how many months along were you when you lost a baby? I went full term. I went into labor. Oh, girl. Yeah, and so we thought during the entire labor, we thought like, okay, this cord's going to be wrapped. You know? Because oh, of the oxygen? Was he losing? Well, so I had started having like pre-labor. This is my second birth right so it's like 
I know kind of like based on what happened last time, when to go to the doctor, when not to go to the doctor. And with my um, first son, I did like the very wise, unwise thing to do. I was being sarcastic. It's a foolish thing to do to take, what is that laxative that you take? Colax? Um, some oil, castor oil. Oh. Yeah, the like, midwife's tail. To induce, to induce labor. With when I was 17. Oh. So this labor, I'm like, I'm not doing that. And I'm like going to ride it out. So I never knew what like fake contractions were because when I did that, because I was 17 and they, and I had mucus and bloody show, they were like emitter. And I like had a 21 hour labor in the hospital as a 17 year old with no medication, <laughs> like a boss. <laughs> <laughs> so that happened. But then, um, so this time I'm like, I'm going to wait it out. I'm going to be comfortable. I'm going to take a shower. Right. Like, I'm going to chill. Yeah. So I'm having like Braxton Hicks labory and like some other pain and discomfort. And I'm like very close to my date. So I'm like, cool. Like, we on. So I'm like, you know what? I can't do this one. Like, it's getting a little real. Like, I need someone to tell me stuff is still okay. right because yeah. this feels intense. Uh-huh. So decide to go to the hospital like I'm fully in labor now mm-hmm. like it's happening I'm nervous get me there let them send me home mm-hmm. well when I get there and they do the scan they don't find a heartbeat so then they like call specialists and other doctors mm-hmm. like come look come look come look mm-hmm. and so everybody's come and look and someone thinks something and then like the head head whoever needed to make the decision enough people saw no heartbeat they monitor me anyway, but they let me know, like, there's no heartbeat. So then they try to, like, start that um, quick process Pitocin? of getting you ready for a... Um, C-section? Or? Yes. Okay. And something was wrong. Um, I was too anemic mm. to um, have a C-section. So I had... They were like, okay, we got to do her and get this baby out. Like, we got to see. Because they're still thinking, these are doctors. They're like, we we just got to get in there and see what's wrong so we can get it right. Right. Um, so I'm like, yeah, let's go. And then I'm like, fuck, when I hear that I can't have a C-section. Because that's scary. And I'm here by myself. Like, of course I have my partner, but this is his first kid. Right. He's scared as shit. Yeah. He's scared driving. I'm like, boy, just drive to the hospital. <laughs> like, just drive to the hospital, relax. Super like, freaking out. Yeah, but he's all like... Like, nigga, what did you do before you took me here? <laughs> so, um, he's there by himself with me, and he don't want to look at me. And mm. he like, y'all got to get here. I hear him telling, like, someone from my family, like, y'all got to get here. Like, they just told us right. that the baby don't have a heartbeat. Like, I'm here by myself. Yeah. And so then everyone came from everywhere. I'm like, damn, I ain't seen you in years. Right. Um, <laughs> And I'm, like, in denial. Like, no, I'm about to go have my baby. Like, I know it's a long time, but he's in the incubator. Exactly. Like, they, if he was out and sick, they'd put him in the incubator. He's in the incubator, like, positive vibes. Right, like, right. I feel that he's going to be fine. Like, he's going to get out and, like, we're going to start his heart and he's going to cry and he's going to want me. Like, chill out. Right. And everybody's like, okay. Like, I don't, like, they're whispering in front of me. Like, should we let her think this or, like. Is this healthy? Or maybe there is hope. Like, there's mixed reviews all around the room. Um, So I go through that. And then I think at some point, because it began to get dark, I, like, did this thing with my mind where I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, maybe I do need to, like, be prepared for 
it to go bad. And that was hard. Oh, that was the longest night of my life. Um, but... Because you still had to go through labor. I had to go through labor, and I wasn't well enough to do anything different. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know. No, right. Um, so that was, like, one of the longest nights of my life. Um, I had that baby at, like, 8.32 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And when I, like... Um, I had the medicine. They gave me morphine. I remember cussing out my my nurse. I don't remember her name, but I think it was Tanisha, something Isha. Um, I cussed her out, and at the end of, like, right before having him, like, we just hugged and cried because it, it was just her and I in the room. Um, she, she kept me strong. I don't think I could have pushed without her because her voice made the difference. Um, I tuned everybody else out hours ago. So I'm sorry. No, I know. Um, I'm like having her there was powerful, but um, so I went through, and true enough, the baby was deceased. There was no cord, so we were baffled. Like no, what? what? There was no cord wrapped around him. Like not even one loop. So we were baffled, and I'm like, give him, give him to me. Like I want to see him. Mm-hmm. Like no, nobody touch him. Give him to me. So I like almost like took him out myself. Um, and just held, he was so heavy, 10 pounds, even oh, 10 pounds, even. And I mean, just heavy and lifeless. And like, it didn't even take long for him to get cold. Um, babies, I'm sure, you know, you're both moms, you know how they have like the fractures in their skull for the birth canal. Uh-huh. Like they don't, why they say like the baby's soft because they don't mesh together until after right. birth. So because of that, like we could feel the plates mm-hmm. because he was so, there was Heavy. no blood flowing right. underneath it. We could like, if you touched him, oh. a part would protrude mm. slightly. He was big. He was beautiful. And I couldn't believe I did that. Did they know how what happened? We we were young. We were sad. We were devastated. Like sad is not even a thing. Um, devastation doesn't even like. There's like multiple levels of that, and we were there. Um, but no one encouraged us because we were mourning so deeply that um, it would be for the medical field. It's best to get an autopsy. We just felt he had been through enough. And we didn't want anyone to cut him. Um, So we never found out an actual cause. Obviously, um, we assume because I was unhealthy and obviously I was getting mistreated as a woman, as this is my second baby and I'm only 20 something. Like I was literally getting brushed to the side for maybe a 30 something year old woman who was Caucasian mm. and had, you know, better insurance right. or, you know, like I was, what do you mean in the, in the so labor you think, pro- you, you think that like throughout your pregnancy, you mean mm-hmm. like going to the doctor, like you weren't Correct. getting the best care. Correct. People weren't like Correct. checking. Like no one was taking me seriously. Like I was a teen mom who was here for round think, two. Oh, so you think, okay, they were just, it was just. Yeah, well, because there's no way that I should have been sick and not known it. Right, um, right. Oh, like that level, yeah, that level of anemic, and no one had mentioned that Correct, prior. correct. anemia is something that usually, well. Oh, so you didn't know you were anemic before this. You well, not, I knew I was anemic, but I didn't know to what degree and how how I should do a change a regimen. Well, the, the thing of it is, is that it was so deep that it was actually a concern for my health, like, even. Yeah. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you struggling to lose weight and keep it off? Tired of wasting time and money on starvation diets that lead to more frustration and stress? If there was a weight loss solution that could actually work for you, would you try it? Then head to Golo.com. I'm Steve. I lost 138 pounds in nine months on Golo. I'm Amber. I've lost 128 pounds with Golo. If you're ready to take back control of your life, head to Golo.com now and see how Golo can work for you. That's Golo.com. My sleep is way better. My inflammation has gone way down. Golo saved my life. I was way overweight. That's what sent me down the path. I wanted to make sure and live for my kid. I have literally tried everything. I was on the verge of getting gastric bypass surgery, and I saw the Golo commercial, and it was the last thing I tried because it worked. Join over 2 million people who found a better way to lose weight with Golo. Your healthier and happier life begins at Golo.com. That's G-O-L-O.com. Again, G-O-L-O.com. To give the birth. Right, right. Because they don't know if the de- the placenta is detached, if there's like some kind of open wound. They don't know at this point. Oh, They're just, that's why. Like what are, there's so many factors. They they did hella blood work um, to rule out like diseases and different things, but they were going there too. Um, like I was scared for my life giving birth to this child yeah, because they couldn't answer a why. How do you get over that? Do you get over that? How? What is your process? Because I can't, like, it, like, it hurts me. Like, even, individuals, like, the process will be different. Like, some people um, heal in public. Like, they appreciate the public attention. They appreciate, like, the love and support that pours in in a tragic time. Other people, like myself, I am an internal out person. So my healing has to come from inside me. I have to grow it like a seed, water it, nurture it, and force myself to the other side. Um, That's kind of my process and that always has been because I always go inward. Um, Just from even not talking in my parents' house as a child, like I went in. So that helped, um, my partner helped a lot. Um, He introduced me to running. Um, you know, I did cute workouts. Like, I'm going to go swim at the Y, take this little class, Mm -hmm. like, ride a bike, Mm -hmm. go skating. He introduced me to hardcore running, like, in nature. Mm -hmm. And because I'm an animal, I felt, like, free. Like, I found myself, like, oh, I need to get addicted to this. I'm addicted to this. This, It became my outlet. Because at first I went dark, for sure. Like drugs, cigarettes, drinking, like crazy shit. But um, I did have a nice core group of friends at the time that like I am grateful for them. And I don't feel bad that if we don't have the same relationship because I know that they were there for that healing time. So I appreciate them to this day. Never will forget that even if you don't hear from me. Um, But just having that 
And then Faith, my mother was in jail at the time, so she was, like, sending me all this bomb-ass jail art, like, roses <laughs> made out of toilet paper. I still have that shit. It's in his memory box of, so like, cute. all his pictures and certificates and so all the information. Well, the hospital gave, you know how, like, when you have a baby, they give you a gift bag or something. Well, when you don't get to take your baby home, they give you for that memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is a personal question. You don't have to answer it. Did you name him? And do you like, oh, yes. associate him with a name? Because I know sometimes We had people... to okay. for legal reasons. Oh, like you have shit. to birth the baby and name it because... It has to have a... a it has to have a death certificate, mm-hmm. not a birth certificate. Um, mm. But a record of the birth. So when it's a stillborn, you get a death certificate um, instead of your birth certificate for the child. Mm. Um, and you do what you will want with it. Some people can't keep that. Some people, you know, it's just something that's documented in the government. Right. Other people, they keep it in their little keepsake box, mm-hmm. like I do. Um, but they gave us memories. Like, they had, they did the same thing, but then it said something more poetic, mm-hmm. um, you know, about your angel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, they gave me a private room, a way, like, all the babies were like on that wing and I was over here, but they, cause they, at first they wanted to put me in, um, like on a different level that wasn't maternity. And I was like, I need maternity care. Yeah. Why would like, I be in like an emergency room with sick people? Well, why would I be in a, in a room with a person who knows who's just got out of surgery? Right. Like I'm not recovering from surgery. Right. So I needed those nurses. So they at least respected my wishes on that. And then they were like, well, we don't have any rooms. Like, we have to put you in with another mom who has a baby. And I was like, I'll die. Uh-uh. Like, what? And so they they made room for me. My OG, Tanisha, who held me down. <laughs> in better? What the she fuck? She went, right? she went, she was like, who told you that? Yeah. And she went and got it together and they took me well, to a beautiful. private room. Sounds like she was like. She Your was angel she was godsend during you know? that time because I didn't care about my grandma I didn't care and that's like that's my best woman alive, um I didn't care about my dad I didn't care about him like he didn't even mm-hmm. exist to me like I had even forgotten about my own child for a minute mm-hmm. because I was like this too much mm-hmm. like this is not just like I didn't see my things going south with his dad I had rewrote my story it was Re- cuter now right, but you know this. Yeah. and that was like. Okay, um, starting all over again. I was scared to get pregnant again. Yeah, I was gonna ask you like so scared now to you have, have sex. Two, I thought I was like, like oh that's it. I might as well go bury myself with him. Like I didn't think I was alive anymore. Right. For at least six months, and then for him, poor poor my partner. Um, his grandmother had passed the week prior, mm. so he couldn't stay at the hospital with me because the next morning he was being a pallbearer for his grandma who oh raised God, him. No. So it was like, Whew. he yeah. told me later that once we moved out of that place, he told me like, um, he, he thought about like killing himself. I mean, I, I, I can understand. It's yeah. like all that loss. That's a lot. And then to back to back. It was, it was, like I said, it was devastating on a whole new level. You have to start asking yourself, like, what's happening? Why is this happening? Right, right. You know what I mean? And I did think that. I thought, something has to be wrong. Send me the results. Like, what, am I dying? Like, I was preparing for my own funeral Mm -hmm. in those next few months. Um, And then uh, two of my girlfriends had babies. Mm -hmm. 
and they both had baby boys. Mm. Um, so they thought like that I didn't want to be around them or want to be with them. And I was like, no, give me those boys. Right. Let me see them. Let me hear them. I gave them all my baby stuff right. like here and make sure you let me see them wearing it. Like, I want to see this shit. I bought this for him. Right. He's not here. Put your babies in this. Right. Um, so it kind of went like that. And then over time, I got stronger. Um, my relationship with my partner kind of fell apart a few times. But it's only natural because in the beginning, I held so much resentment towards him mm-hmm. as well. Like, I like was like, this is your fault. Like, I had this motherfucker's baby with no problem. This is on you. you. What the fuck did you do? I don't deserve this. Like, that was what I was looking at the situation as. Yeah. And it was easy to blame. It was totally his fault. Like, and then then if anybody had a thought about it, you and him. Right. Like, as a matter of fact, it's your fault too. Right. Mm -hmm. Totally, totally. Totally. I remember having a really tough moment with my son during that time because I had, we were home alone, which was rare for us at this point when I had this moment. Um, Someone was always on deck. If it wasn't him, my partner, it was like a relative, a girlfriend, someone was always on deck. And this was my very first time being alone with my son since my delivering my dead son. And he um, needed me for something. You know, he's five years old. Right. He needs me. So he needed me for something. And I was like, don't you see I'm struggling? Don't ask me for shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like. I don't mean to laugh. No. I'm mourning. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, like I was really like sitting in a corner somewhere. And he came and asked me something. And that was my response. Right. And his response to my response was him like breaking down. He's like, mom, I need you too. You have more than one. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> oh my God, that's so. That was a that's breaking so point. Yeah. That was a breaking point well, for you me. Realize your kids are like oh. these feeling humans that right. are like feel shit. Yeah, it's and it was actual truth. Like he and wasn't you like up. he wasn't right. grown. Right. Hello. He spoke to my soul. Right. He spoke directly to my soul with that because that's. All I did was internalize that, and then I got back on my shit. Like, yeah, I did like, when I decided to be celibate. I refocused. Right. And I, like, okay, so I became focused on, like, let me spend time on the, like, I'm grateful to have this kid. Like, it's all about you deserve the world. We're right. going to go get it. Right. Your brother didn't die for nothing. Right. Like, we're going to go get this. Right. And so I refocused, and then, um, because I was so negative, it was hard for my partner to grieve and be around me because mm-hmm. not only is he mourning his son, he's mourning his grandmother. Right. So, like, there's a lot that comes with that, too. The, his grandmother was the staple in his family. And, mm-hmm. like, so when that happened for his family, his family was tar- tearing apart. So mm-hmm. he had this situation, and, and then his comfort was me. And right. then, you know what? What, I was, what makes me think is, like, so often when situations, like, like when, when a woman loses a child... It's 
the woman is are you a people are surrounded by the, the women woman. they don't they forget about the father correct they don't like you good okay well let's yeah, like yeah. is she good is she good like, yeah. you okay nigga everyone right. kept telling him like keep her straight keep right, her straight yeah. like okay he was what like about uh, me? right and, a, and like in blowing up he was like I'm so tired of hearing people tell me to keep it str- keep <laughs> you straight <laughs> he's like, like what about me yeah that was his first anyone asked me yeah okay yeah so that was like that kind of like we needed the space, but he was still there for me. Um, so that part of our relationship was like our rockiest. Mm-hmm. Like we were trying to figure out, like, do you want to break out? Because if you break out, I break out and we won't think nothing of it. But then we felt like, nah, like you're it. So I have to sit here and work this out with you. It's just really hard and really tough and I might not do it right. Mm -hmm. So that was like a very challenging, that was like our foundation to like having a real relationship. Mm -hmm. And we both decided to stick it out versus like caving or walking away. And I don't think either of us would have even been mad if If like that had happened and we dissolved the relationship. We both would have mutually respected that time in our lives um but for whatever reason we like came back um and then we were like we're gonna plan to have a baby (laughs) right um and we did and that's our best joy our daughter like that was the baby that came out of that situation of us planning and like pouring love into each other and pouring loves into ourselves and she legitimately at like from the day she was born, she was always called a bundle of joy. Mm-hmm. And she came into this world that she still, she hasn't lost it yet. <laughs> I'm waiting. I how keep waking up every morning like, is it still there? How, how old is she? She'll, she's the one that will be 11. Oh, yeah. she, she's um, almost 11 years old and she's like just the best blessing. Um, she keeps our house in order <laughs> with all the crazy shit of having a. <laughs> 18-year-old brother and a two-year-old brother. She keeps that shit like, mom, these niggas not about to drive us crazy. (laughs) We are doing this, this, and this today. I don't care if my brother needs this or the baby needs this. Like, we're... Just letting it out. Yeah. And I love her. I'm like, you are so bomb. A little lifesaver. But she, she is the baby we plan for, and she's, like, amazing. And then they, then there's the baby we didn't plan for. Yeah. <laughs> then there's the vacation baby. Yeah. <laughs> that is his, that is MIA. That's that Miami baby. Right. Correct. He, he's like always turned up too. Like, this city don't sleep, mom. What you talking about? Right. Wrong you city. Knew, you knew what you was doing? <laughs> right. Oh, my God. That's so beautiful. Yeah. That really, really is. It's just crazy just life and the lessons and how it teaches you and how you know and you are so strong so i get that a lot and i and i'm i appreciate you saying that so thank you for sure um it's never like something that i plan to be it's things that i just had to be i had like i had no choice like my mom was no punk so even if she got win, like, oh, you was out there being a buster? Like, that's a problem for me. And that might be that hood shit, that gang mentality. But that's a problem. I can't be out here being no punk. So I got to boss up and do whatever it is. I don't know what we're doing, but think, here we go. I think we as women, we just boss up and we just do that shit. You know what I mean? Like, I always tell Jamila and I say on the podcast all the time that women, we just, we just figure it out. That's Period. what we do. You know what I mean? And that's why we're so fucking strong. You know, and listening to your story, I'm like, damn. Like, yeah, it's, it's, 
it's something it's a that I'm proud that to be me. a woman. It's like a reminder of that. To me. It makes me so proud. Like, and I tell my son all the time, the older one, when he tries me, like, boy. You don't know who yeah. your mom is? Yeah. <laughs> Let me, uh, Let me I held some peace in the streets that summer when you was graduating from preschool. <laughs> <laughs> Did nobody head get blown off. Right. right. Like, don't blame me, little boy. And don't you know, I had straight A's and 56 absences. Like, <laughs> Not straight A's and 56 absences. Yes. Oh, my wow. granddad for a long time had that shit on the wall. Like, I'm like, Papa, <laughs> put my diploma up or something. Why you got this? He like, because I don't understand how a person could be absent 56 <laughs> days and get straight A's. <laughs> I'm like I do my that work. Is, that that's remi- that's a frame. That's a frameable piece of artwork. Yeah, remarkable. <laughs> and, and, and every, upon everything else, that's fucking remarkable. If anything, I'm start lying to people and say I did that. Shit. That is. If we're just a podcast, I was not. <laughs> oh my goodness. Who else you know? Um, that's hilarious. I'm so happy you came today, girl. Yeah, I'm so grateful. Same. Thank yes. you so much for having me. Like deeply grateful for your story and you just coming and talking and, and like, sharing and yeah just- of course no I, I I know that there's people who have a kid in teenage years and then they had another kid because they're in a new relationship and why not and they're like what the fuck did I do mm-hmm. I, we we all did that mm-hmm. <laughs> well I did um and then there's like people who suffer from stillborn they're still moms you know Mm-hmm. Um, and there's it's just mom shit mom like shit. I said earlier it's just mom shit we it's always something true it's always something but you know th- thankfully like we're so strong and thankfully we do have children to show us the light man and to pull us out of that pull you yes. out of yes. that darkness yeah. yes. the way your son like he literally grabbed your hand and was like took you I'm yeah. happy we're here alone I've been meaning to tell you something <laughs> like but right, yeah right yeah, no, so, you know what I mean mama my daughter too like she's gotten me through so many things she checks me constantly she is my constant like like the litmus test, you know what I mean? Just constantly. Yes, yes. And that's how I feel about girls. We keep us on like, our toes. Yeah, you know what I was going to tell you when you said your mom was sending you like her art? I was like, you know, of course, of all the times she's probably been doing this and doing that at that time, at that moment, she was she was clear. She was clear. And she, and and she and was. Had, and you had that. You had that. She you know was so dedicated to me at that time. I heard from my mom on a daily basis. That's no but mistake. Via you know? mail. Right, but still, you know what I mean? Yeah. At, at that time in your life. When I needed her. Yeah. It's Absolutely. Funny how we show up. Oh, shout out, Ray. You did that. <laughs> you was there. Can't nobody take that from you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, that, that, she was amazing. She was very, very much a part of that healing There's as no well. perfect parents. No, parents. no. They just are. The people we come through, the lessons we learn. The people we come through. And there's lessons in everything. We choose our parents. I I really believe that because I really think that my angel, which which is what I call him, um, I really do think that he chose me to grow me. Um, There's so many things where it's near bad. Like, near, oh, if that would have happened, that would have been real fucked up. Mm-hmm. Or if that would have happened. He was there stopping that whole little mm-hmm. gang shit from happening because mm-hmm. that was almost left. Right. Um, but he was there in those missed moments where it could have been bad. And he has reminded me of that. And I've never, like, not felt him with me um, through some of those bad times where it's like, oh, shit, I have an angel. Mm-hmm. Like, 
thank you, baby. Right, like, right. Like looking out. And I tell my kids that all the time when they have moments where they're not feeling confident or they're not, I'm like, you have an angel, mm-hmm. brother. Ask that nigga to pull some strings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You would do it if he was here right. and he was popping or something. You'd be like, hey, bro. Like, I'm like, ask that nigga to pull some strings. Like, you have stuff working for you right. like not everybody has an angel brother like you, <laughs> le- you legit got that right there's two things that are crazy about like how i have kids um there's there was this in the early 2000s there was this like popular psychic lady kim allen and she um you had to call in to get a reading she was in new york and she didn't do in-person readings anyway so everything was like call in i'm gonna give you a private number to call where we won't get interrupted Um, Call that number at this time. Have a pen and paper. So she told me, this is before I got with Bay, where she was like telling me, um, have a pen and paper. And so I was like running names off to her. Like, and what about this person? And what about this person? And she was like. I've never heard anybody go to a psychic and run off names. I've never heard. Oh, well. Oh, actually, I brought a list. (laughs) Legit, legit. That was me during my reading. And so she's like, um tired of me at this point <laughs> so she's like the Taurus who's the Taurus and she's like well that is the one and I was like him like uh uh-uh. uh like, tell me something else about one of these tell me about the Virgo yeah oh my god that was a thing <laughs> tell me about the Virgo it's on that paper but anyway the um thing that she said because I always knew that I wanted to have kids a son because I had him first a daughter and then a son I used to tell my friends this all the time like I want to send a daughter son so that my son can protect his sister and so my daughter can like tell her baby brother about these bitches like <laughs> we need these we that need- was your vision okay yeah. and so I asked her specifically the psychic during the reading like um like I always wanted kids this order like am I gonna have that and she answers me it depends on how you look at it <laughs> And I was so angry, like, uh, I was telling my friends, don't call her, cancel your appointment, get your money like, back. Because I'm like, that's the one thing uh, I asked you, like, a definite, specific goodness. answer to. Fuck. And you tell me some shit, like, depends on how you look at it. And she's totally, I didn't even make sense, because at the time, I only had a daughter. I mean, my son. son. I didn't right. even have my daughter. So shit. I didn't even get it until I had this baby. In 2017, mm. like you looked back on that, I looked back on that and recalled that situation. Was like, this is what she meant, and the reason she means it is because right now in front of me, the kids that I have present is in that order. Right. The kids I birth, it's not. Right. Also, the kids I have with my partner, it's in that order. Mm. So, how, however you look yeah, at this, it depends on mm-hmm. what what view you're having when you. And I was like, damn. Yeah, that crazy. really like because that took that many years. Sometimes to, it's like that. Yeah, to come to, to existence. Yeah, to it make sense. sense. So wow. I was like blown away by that. I was like, damn. Wow. wow. I have to call her up and tell her I'm sorry for those bad reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna replace yeah. that. Better Yelp review. Oh my god. Well, thank you so much. Of course. For coming on. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. This has been candles. so fun. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Kimmy made us these amazing focus candles on your fortune manifestation candles. Yes, and they're from your podcast about the we, we were supposed to have I know that horrible thing happened with Nipsey and that's why I didn't join. I don't know if you guys still did it or not. 
The manifestation masturbation. masturbation. Oh, yeah, that was the same thing. Yeah, so I didn't do it, but I was like, well, if you do it again, you have these candles, you have your affirmations. I did it, I did it another day. I did it the next day, I think. Yeah. We're going to do another one anyway. Yeah, yeah we need no, to do it like time as doing- a group, though, like you said. That was going to be powerful. Was I was powerful. ready, but then that happened, so I couldn't. I was like, it, no, It's so hard to plan like as a group. It has to be like 2 in the morning, set your alarm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not waking up at two for this. You better do some. Manifesting while you masturbate. I did it and it was fucking incredible. So, next time you do, it just doesn't have to be when we do it. Is it hard to focus on what you want and stay ready? A little bit, but but you get in this rhythm and then once you get there, it's. So, like once you're already there. So, when you're growing. Focus on the pleasure. Uh huh. And as it grows, then really start to like think think about something very specific. Like the billion dollars. Like the billion dollars. But you know what I found? Billion dollars is arousing to me. Oh. You know, once yeah, you but get that's there, what I'm, that's you're what like, I'm saying. Yeah. Even oh, me, when, nice. I, was, when, I, was, okay, when okay, I was manifesting, okay. was very specific and something that definitely would never arouse me. But it was specific about what I, a situation I want to happen. Mm-hmm. And, but that's arousing. But it if still you want aroused it to me because it excited it's me. Exactly. Yeah, and you could see it so and it made so me, tunnel vision like pleasurable. You could feel it almost. So then when you actually finally come, you feel like this crazy like energy like bursting through you at least for me i just felt very energized and motivated so much so that it was like probably like one in the morning and i was like i'm gonna work nice <laughs> yeah i'm Not gonna try like, this always what's gonna happen but like i felt very energized and motivated like i'm sure there's different ways you might feel oh my god that butterfly was so beautiful the i saw a glimpse flying through yeah um, which i want to say because we're all from cali from southern california and i said this to you recently i know we've had out like a, a lot of uh butterflies flying mm-hmm. through um, like a heavy amount, it's noticeable, like thousands. And I was like, it's, it's a butterfly migration. I know, but of all the years have we've lived here, grown up here, it's never the rain. Like, you know, girl, when I saw those butterflies, there's never been a goddamn butterfly fucking migration. But, so think about all the rain we have. Like this summer is gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be absolutely stunning. Like we haven't had rain in years, and then not we, like we had. We had months of it, consistent rain, like so much so. I think this side note, there's gonna be snow in Mammoth until July. Damn. I know, so that's, we should do that. that is, that's a thing. Until July? Yes. They that's so crazy. That they're projecting Mammoth, which is like five hours away. I'm still going. Me too. That's what I'm saying. Let's do this. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But you would feel better about going when it's warm. Like, you know, exactly. like I'm going you for the week. You're going with a jacket? Yeah. Being in a tank top? Oh my God. Down. But not only that, like, <laughs> even if you are cold for the weekend, you come home and you know it's going to still warm. be spring or summer or warm or whatever. What you're All used right, to. Everybody who doesn't live in California doesn't want to hear us talk about oh. California ass weather. We, we, should, we should do a trip. They're going to be like, these bitches in California. Mother's Day weekend. <laughs> Let's make Mother's Day weekend a thing. Oh my God. Okay, we got to bounce. Okay. We got to go. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank where, you. Where can our followers find you? At XO Kimberly Valentine on Instagram. And email is Kimberly at XO Kimberly Valentine.com. Do you sell these candles? Yes. Where the, can, they, the, can they find that on your website? Or well, they, not yet, but they will. They will be able Yes. Our bomb. Let's post a picture and share. Yes. Um, look how pretty this little rose is. I know. That's why there's I like an actual baby. There's rose also in there. the stone in the bottom. Oh, she so in. your stones went in with intention. That's amazing. And so when you have them, when it all you can't oh see them because yeah, too. yeah. Just oh, letting you so know thoughtful. which stones you have and for what their purpose are. Okay. And then you keep them. And so you can keep, the even when the candle runs out, you keep your stones and you right. still have your manifestation tools. 
and reminders. That's beautiful. I love yeah. that. It's beautiful. I love so it stays with you. Intention. Yeah. And she had an affirmation written in it. Yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll read it at the top of the next episode. Yeah. We read it before we started this episode. Um, anyway, we will catch you next Wednesday. Uh, make sure to follow us at goodmomsbadcho- underscore bad choices. Go on our website. Subscribe to our newsletter, goodmomsbadchoices.com. Get some merch. Get some merch. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. I'm going to put those resources in the uh, on the website too. Well, oh, yeah, we'll include all the resources that can be mentioned on our website. Nice. As well. Yes. Uh, okay, we'll catch you next week. Bye. 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 Get no static from the cowards. Cause just yesterday, them booze tried to blast me. Saw the police and they rolled right past me. No flexing. Didn't even look in a nigga's direction as I ran the intersection. Went to Show Dog's house. They was watching you on TV. Rap.